Coming up on episode 11, Switch console exclusive Octopath Traveler gets a release on Xbox Game Pass. And we have new Switch Pro rumours making them rounds yet again. A new Game Boy title finally gets a release 20 years after its original unveiling. And could Persona 5 be coming to Xbox? Welcome to the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the weekly podcast for everything retro and retro inspired. As always, my name is Barry, and today I'm joined by Phil and Anthony. Hello. Hello. Hey there. So, what's been the gaming highlights for you guys this week? Actually managing to get some time to play some games. It is it is difficult to do that sometimes, especially with the kids around. Yeah. In all fairness, mine is introducing uh, my son Samson to Mario, especially Super Mario 35, which he's been enjoying at the minute. He's probably the guy who keeps beating me on that. Quite possibly. I'm trying to get in a few more games before the uh, delist it. See, my, my son has just been murdering me. I'm, Wait, I'm hoping I'm video say, what content did you give us there? <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's been obsessed with the mongers recently. So he's had uh, both me and my wife playing that. It is non-stop with the mongers. I remember playing it constantly with him, and I'm like, please just give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. So we've mentioned that Octopath Traveler is coming to Xbox Game Pass. This one you was talking about the other week, wasn't it, Barry? Um, no, it was Anthony who mentioned this. Um, I only heard about this this morning. Yeah, it was only today. Um, I was looking through it and literally saw it today that Octopath Traveler, a game that's been a console exclusive to the Switch, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, since it came out, it's console exclusive to the Switch. Um, it, it did come to PC the year after, and it has recently come to Stadia. I think it was last year. Yeah, but it seems as though Microsoft have now snapped up themselves and it's coming to the Xbox and it's coming straight to Game Pass, which is great. And I know a lot of people will be excited for it, definitely. Oh, I'm definitely excited to go. F- I, I've played quite a bit of it on the uh, Switch, not completed it, though. But I think I'll have to restart, you know, farm those achievements on the Xbox. I was about to say, that's all, all you were going for. Yeah, so yeah. why else would you play games? For those enjoyment. For those of us that haven't played Octopath Traveler, what's it about? It's it's very old school Final Fantasy type RPG. At the beginning, you can select from eight characters, hence the name Octopath Traveler. And like Project Triangle strategy that we were talking about last week, it's got that really nice pixelated Super Nintendo style characters in this lush 3D world that look like some sort of diorama, the way it's got a really shallow depth of field. So it's a really nice looking game, but it does go back to old style, Final Fantasy style role-playing games. I've got to admit, Game Pass has had quite a few old and old style RPGs appearing on it, especially with like mm-hmm. the Final Fantasies turning up. Well, I must admit, I just didn't even think this was coming to Xbox at all. I thought this would stay as a Switch exclusive, maybe make its way to PlayStation, but it wasn't a game that I'd ever think would be seen on Xbox. Well, they've not said anything about it coming anywhere near PlayStation in a minute, so as far as nope. we're aware, it's just to Xbox so far. Um, but, you know, with Microsoft, they are expanding Game Pass quite a bit, and it's nice to see them bringing games like this to it. Um but now I think the gameplay style, you know, forgive me, I've not seen much of it, but again, isn't it a turn-based strategy RPG as well? No, no, it's it's not a turn-based strategy RPG, so it doesn't play anything like Project Triangle. Have you never played any of the older Final Fantasy games where basically 
your team lines up on one side, the enemy on the other side. Yes, four on four, and then you yes. choose your moves, and they all go in and sync with each other, and they give different boosts and that. And it's it's turn based, but it's not on a grid. Yeah, so you you don't have it's turn based in that each character has their own stat, which determines how quick they get their turn and which order the characters go in. But there's no worry about where you need to position your units. So they do just basically line up very politely, take turns punching each other in the face until one team falls over dead. Ah, those polite games. I'm just going to say it like Pokemon. No, not really. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's turn-based like Pokemon. Yeah. Or any Pokemon. (laughs) No, I know. I, I know what it's like. I was just thrown it into that. Pokemon wouldn't be my first go-to for trying to uh, compare a turn-based RPG. No, that that's Anthony. That's his, that's his one per episode of mentioning Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> one per Thanks, episode. Anthony. Yeah, we're, we're, like, we're rationing how many times you can mention Pokemon now. <laughs> I think we're going to have to before we become the uh, the retro Pokemon gaming dads. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, that's you know, the game I first remember playing, so compared to you two old fogies, that's mine. But and yet, anyways. Barry doesn't say Sonic in every single episode. No, that's that's surprising to be honest. I, I even <laughs> surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> no Octopath Traveler coming to Xbox. I was, I'm, I'm ecstatic that it's coming. Thankfully, I've I've not heard that it was coming and pre-ordered it beforehand. But you know, <laughs> which is Make normally the case. Yeah. yeah, your 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 Although face if it, of. If it gets a physical release, I might face. actually have to buy. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to this one because. I've been I've been trying to get my teeth into an RPG for a little while, mm. and I've not really found one that sort of grabbed my attention. I've been playing I played a little bit of Dragon Quest Eleven, or is it Dragon Quest Nine? It's one of those. I can't 11. remember. I've Excellent. downloaded that. I haven't 11. even started that. Yet. Well, I've started it. I played a little one with a little bit of it, but I've just I've struggled to really get into it, if you will. Yeah, and I've got well, Final I, Fantasy I think this complements well. the selection of games fantastically. Yeah, well, yes. they're, they're definitely doing that push of JRPGs. Not only that, I, I don't even think it's a JRPG um, push. JRPG in air quotes, as Phil just done. I do think it's just diversity of games. It's true. That is true. Well, they're trying to appease to the masses. You know, they want to be able to grab everyone's attention into it. And we've said before, it's a great thing. Game Pass is a fantastic thing to have. Why not expand it and make sure it's ready for all audiences and you know bring them into it? Exactly. Um, and again, this isn't just for the new generation of consoles. This will be for Xbox One, One S, One X, Series S, Series X, PC. So, so if you've still got an original Xbox, you're sorted. Like, well, Xbox One, sorry. Yeah, original, original Xbox, Xbox One, one yeah. You know, not the not the, not the first Xbox <laughs> Xbox One, the Xbox One, which was like the third <laughs> console that they done, but it was actually like the fifth hardware revision that they done of the Xbox. Hey, look, now it's going to confuse people who don't really actually know. Everyone will know about it's, this. It's simple. Still. The Xbox isn't the Xbox One. The Xbox One's the one that come after the Xbox Three Sixty. Perfect sense, but it's yeah. okay because the Xbox Series. Oh, the current consoles. Yeah, yeah. So yes. you got the Xbox One S, Xbox One X. So that's the 
third Xbox, not the first Xbox, even though they're called the Xbox One. But you don't want to get them confused with the Series S and the Series X, which are actually the fourth Xboxes. But all of these come after the Xbox 360. <laughs> if only there was an easier way of naming consoles. Like, I don't know, Wii, Wii U, yeah, Wii Switch. U. No, Wii, Wii U, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo 2DS, new Nintendo 3DS, new Nintendo 3DS XL, and the final revision, the new Nintendo 2DS. I know that. I mean, that's a much easier way of doing it. I mean, we don't want to be like those guys at Sony with the, the PlayStation, the PlayStation 2 the three four and five people get so mind boggled from everything that's coming throughout with your mouth okay <laughs> so with gay pass there's not only octopath traveler coming out we've also yeah, no. got some more Enjoy. coming out um coming out so what's game pass game pass octopass brilliant title to be coming to it <laughs> Um, and as well as that, Undertale is coming to Game Pass as well. Yeah, uh, that's... I believe this is tomorrow as of recording this podcast. The so it'll be the 18th of March, I think. Yeah, there's a few things coming on the 18th of March as well, isn't there? But yeah, Undertale, quite a few games, but Undertale, you know, retro inspired game, brilliant music in it. I really I, I, like the I music. Admit, I've never played it. I don't know anything about it. I've Actually, no, played that's it. A lie. But... I know a lot about it, but I still haven't played it. <laughs> I've not really played it much, but the music is all over everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you've also got EA putting all their uh, PC stuff into Game Pass now as well. That's coming tomorrow too. Yeah, so well, it's not all the PC stuff. It's the basic tier of EA Access or whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah. So it's EA not the Play. premium one. So um, I'm hoping, you know, get a bit of Sims, Sims 4 going, perhaps, if that's I was I was having a quick nosy at it before we started recording. And yeah, actually, it's got the Sims in there. Um, it's got all the Battlefield stuff in there. It's also got a load of expansions in there as well. So is this just for Game Pass for the PC or just the Xbox as yes. well? So it's yeah, already in the Xbox. PC. We're already getting it on the Xbox. Yeah. yeah. But just but it's now in the PC as well. So, so they're expanding across both. Which Game Pass is a growing thing. Obviously, we are still having ones go out, which is shame. But they're adding more content in, which is great. Yeah, well, unfortunately, as... uh, today one of the games that went out, um, Bloodstained, that's gone out of Game Pass. It's a shame. It's a brilliant game. I think I might own it. I'm not yes, sure. Yes, you do own it, and I still need to complete it. <laughs> <laughs> not that we game share or anything. But go- going on from what we knew to be concrete details about Game Pass to just making stuff up on the internet. Have you heard <laughs> the rumours of the Switch Pro? This is one of those rumours that never dies. Yes. Yes, I've heard some rumours. So the rumour is Nintendo are looking to secure 7-inch OLEDs from Samsung. Now, I don't know if this is confirmed, but people are saying it's going to be 720p still. But it's going to be a larger 7-inch OLED screen, so much better colours, a lot better contrast on the displays as well. What do you think of the idea of a Switch Pro? I mean, we've already got a Switch, and we've got the Switch Lite, the handheld-only version. I'm not sure. I think if they were going to update the Switch hardware, it would be better to update it generationally, if you will, and actually do a jump instead of a little step. Go to say 1080p. 
Jimmy make like a new console, like a entire new generation of console? Or instead of just upgrade the handsets there? Or do you mean a midlife cycle? A midlife cycle. A midlife cycle, absolutely. Kind of like the um, Xbox One X did, where it's a significant hardware jump, but it's a mid-generation. The ones we mentioned before as well were the uh, new 3DS. Oh, just for for the love of God, just hope they do not call it the new Switch. (laughs) That that would just make it so confusing for people. Or or the the Switch U. Or the Switch U, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, why? You know, why do they need to do this? Because the Switch is horribly underpowered. Yeah, it is. But like Phil said, you know, why not wait until the next generation? Why just upgrade the current one and chuck it out? For the exact same reason that we got the Series X, another Series X, the One X, yeah. and the PlayStation 4 Pro, because. After four or five years, the eight hardware's aging, but the generation's not done yet. And you've got to remember, even the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and especially the Switch when they were released. So the Switch will be four years old in March. Oh, sorry, it, it is March. Yeah, um, it is March. So it's, it's four <laughs> years old now. Where's this year going? The same place that last year went. Down the toilet? Oh, God, hopefully. Yeah, I was about to say down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, so having an updated hardware, but not so much ending the generation and moving on to a new console, it's not a new thing. No, it's it's not a new thing, and hence the name, you know, if they did bring out Switch Pro or... Yeah, because like you had, you the, had the, the, the PlayStation Slims, the PlayStation 2 Slims, the 360 Elite. Yeah, they, they were more cost-cutting. They were. And that's nothing new. Again, with the Super Nintendo, you had the top loaders. You had um, the Mega Drive 2, the Mass System 2. In America, you even had the Genesis 3. You had the Mega CD 2, which we got yeah, we, we, we don't the same the way back. day as the Mega CD 1, which was but a bit confusing. Just trying to think about, you know, when they do release it, and, you know, I said it's going to be definitely going to be a price increase. How much by... Do you know what I mean? What what we look at? It. That's what we don't know. I don't know. But they're throwing the OLED screens into the Switch into something that's already what? Well, three hundred pounds. Two hundred and eighty pounds is its retail price. I do think it's an. In- if they stick with seven twenty p, that'll be an interesting choice. Not to do the jump up to ten eighty. Well, just think if they do a jump to ten eighty, then one, it's yeah. got to kill the battery. It's rendering. Yeah, significantly more pixels. Plus, on top of that, it's you going to notice that much difference. Will. I don't. There's very few games I play on the Switch, especially if they are at 720p, where I look at it and think, ah, it's a bit pixelated. That you know, I can see. I don't think that. I notice it on some games like Xenoblade Chronicles is one of the worst. It drops down to like 480p or below, and that's when you start noticing it get very blurred so what do you what do you think they do they'd update the hardware as well so that games like that don't well yeah but then they'd have to upgrade the hardware and a lot of the get a lot of the switch games like console games nowadays i think would take advantage of the extra power so again going back to something like xenoblade chronicles i do think if that had a bit more power behind it it would be able to maintain that higher resolution a lot more consistently or in some places even hit it sorry so how much power can they 
put into the switch you know what can this switch offer it oh so they had a lid screen into it but then you got to add you've got to think this this is a five-year-old mobile chip that this is running yeah there are better mobile chips there are more power efficient chips that's bad. So the ARM, an ARM processor in the Switch would easily breeze through it. Look at new ARM processors by like Apple in their iPads and the Macs. They are smashing everything out the park with tiny power consumption. You know, Apple's latest laptop has 18 hours battery life. Now, I understand that's a significantly bigger battery yeah. than what you get in the Switch. I mean, that is going to be the big thing is what, what processor these, what hardware do they use to keep the level of performance up the level of performance and not lose battery. So it'll be interesting to hear over the coming, you know, months sort of thing to see if this does turn to more than just a rumour, but also how they will and what they will put in to increase the performance, increase the hardware. Yeah, it likely is. The the other question no sorry. I, I was just gonna say go just keeping on the resolution for a moment. So one of the other rumors is that it'll have four K output through the dock as well. Do they really need to even hit that resolution target? No, I think 4K is a big ask or not needed. Yeah, it's definitely too much of it. I'm not being funny. Even the new consoles can't get consistent 4K. However, something that is coming to the consoles as well is DLSS. What that does is it will take it and use AI to upscale it. So you could have, say, a game that's running 1080p and with minimal overhead it can then upscale that to 4k and get like maybe 75 percent of the way to a true 4k image that's interesting stuff i'm not entirely sure what amd's version of it's called but i know nvidia's is dlss deep learning super sampling i think it is so the question is though unless there is a substantial upgrade between the switch pro or whatever it may end up being called if it even becomes a thing and the standard switch the light was obviously it was cheaper it's smaller you can't move the joy cons you can't it doesn't have the display out on it yeah where's the switch pro gonna apart from power if it's i would imagine it would replace the current standard switch yeah i i would have thought so to say i can't see sense. them having free in so say if they could hit a price of 300 pounds it's not that much higher than the current one. don't forget the current switch not the original one that launched and switch light have an improved version of the processor that's in the original Switch. Just Nintendo aren't giving any more power to the console. Instead, they're using that to make it more efficient so they get better battery life. If you say they did maybe put that same processor in and it physically is a bit bigger, so it has a little bit bigger battery to make up for that extra power use, you could have a console that's got a nicer, bigger screen can maintain those higher resolutions in games a bit better than the normal switches, still have it out for £300, replace the current switch, and then just have that and your cheaper switch light. Thinking about the switch now, I'm thinking about how much they use as a console. I was just trying to think, who do I know has got the switch? Well, I could tell you right now, in the house I'm in, there's four. Yeah. There isn't four Xboxes. There isn't four anything else. Because they're small, they're easy to use and to take with you. I think that's where Nintendo really hit the nail on the head with the Switch. Yes. Having it as a mobile console. So if they then bring out a higher-powered one, there's a good chance that that's still going to be received well. Yes, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the original Switch, the larger Switch, I use that almost entirely in handheld mode. The only time I ever chucked it in the dock was either to charge it up 
because they've been playing it handheld all day. Or when like you guys came around and we want to play something on the screen. But the thing is, we yeah. all have a Switch each. How often is it we all come around and we're all sat there playing it handheld, except Phil who insists that he has to definitely positively always have the TV screen because he wants to use his pro controller because he can't use any other controller. <laughs> even when my even when That's your switch because... is about to die. No, my hands hurt if I use it as a... I don't use it as a handheld myself because my hands hurt. Yeah, but your it? hands may hurt, but oh, my is. ears hurt from all the excuses you keep giving me while you need to use the TV <laughs> all the time. I think, was it last time we was over, my switch is about to die and Phil's like, no, no, I want the dock, you can plug it in the wall. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Hey, yeah, I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. old. His old. eyesight's going. <laughs> and his, and his, his hands are cramped. Although, no, no, you could just hold the switch a bit. <laughs> um, but so <clears throat> this might turn to something or it might just be nothing but I guess we'll see over well, time there's been, there's been rumours of a Switch Pro since oh, like about a year after the original console came out there was a, even before it came out there was rumours that you'd be able to buy extra docks with GPUs built into them so that when you dock it you could get 4K output to your to your screen speaking of switch pros mm-hmm. what do people think or have you even seen the PC alternative to the switch pros that people have made yeah there's quite a few of them like alien were yeah shown one two years ago i think it would have been yeah i think so there's been a the ufo something like that yeah they're a cool little device yeah i think the their biggest advantage and the biggest downfall is they can run windows yeah um on such a small machine it's it's just maybe a bit too much for them so you've got big fans in them that are noisier compared to a switch they get hotter the battery life is typically not always but typically worse than the switch let's face it the switch isn't great at or is it three to six hours yeah it's not on the game it's not fantastic yeah they're as you say they're a cool idea though i think the technology is limited to what they can actually do i i think though possibly give it Two, three years, if ARM processors really start taking off for Windows devices, I think they could definitely be a viable way of playing PC gaming or emulation. (laughs) (laughs) Let's face it, that's what most people use them for, emulation. Yeah, like Raspberry Pi, who buys one of them to actually learn anything? (laughs) It's to to chuck MAME on it and play some arcade games. Funnily enough, where uh, where I work, we use Raspberry Pis for their actual intended purposes, small form factor computing for doing scoreboards and the like. But yeah, the, these handheld switch PCs, if you want to call them that, they, yeah. they are cool. Though, the price it? is a big oh, yeah, oh, consideration yeah. for them. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. The question is as well, obviously there's the mention of the ARM processors getting better and powering a lot of these devices. What about the actual graphics processors, though? The iPad I use is 2018 iPad. Yeah. So it's coming on to two and a half years old now. The processor in that is ARM-based. Apple designed, but still based on ARM. They say, and I believe them, that the GPU on that chip is on par with the original Xbox One. 
I have played some impressive looking games on that iPad. Yeah, though the original Xbox One when it came out, the graphics card was pretty underpowered. Yeah, but it's still a significant jump over something like the Switch is now. It's a fair point. That is a fair point. And I think the biggest issue with something like the original Xbox and the original PlayStation and the upgrades is the CPUs. Oh, the they weren't that powerful CPUs. Like the Xbox One S had this fantastic GPU in it, but still had a relatively budget CPU, which obviously they have to to hit those those price targets, you know, 250, yeah. 450 pounds. And who knows, maybe it was the best processor for TV. Yeah, TV, TV, TV. <laughs> so with that, we do have a couple of bits of quick news today, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I have to be really quick bit. after rambling on about that. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> so we've got Lara Croft, a skin coming to Fortnite. Yep, all the kids and little people will be excited, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm not cool enough to play Fortnite. Will you be able to make her explode? That is the question. Oh, what? With the um, <laughs> cheating time with, what was it, Wannabe? Oh, I can't remember the exact details of it, yeah. but it was uh, it was published in all of the magazines as a... Uh, New cheat. What, you yes. make explode? No, right. What are, the story behind it, really quickly, is April Fool's magazines said you can actually get Lara Croft nude in Tomb Raider. So you input <laughs> this heck? cheat. You had to do it in time with the Spice Girls wannabe song. In, I believe it's Tomb Raider 2, although it might be Tomb Raider 3. It is 2. I think it is if too. you do this cheat, it works. Although instead of being nude, she just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was obviously the developers having a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was another uh, quick thing thing we wanted to remind people. Obviously, Mario 3D All Stars is going to be delisted on the 31st. Yep. So you haven't got long left if you want to get Mario All Stars or even the Mario 35 game. You know, if you want to come on. Face off against me, absolutely trounce me before I finish World 1 1. You're more than welcome to. Also, on top of that, don't forget the game and watch will also go off sale as well. Yes. And prices will just. Did you end up buying that? <laughs> I still keep looking at them. £45 they are at the moment at Curry's. And I'm like, uh, you keep looking, but I? we know you'll post one anyway, so just do it. I don't even like Mario. Yeah, but we know what you like. Oh, no, we've, we've just lost all our, our listeners. Don't answer those words. What? I don't like it's Mario. Not my fault. It's not my, <laughs> my fault that Sega does what Nintendo don't. Oh, next we get another blast processing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blast processing. That's the one. <laughs> so, before we go to our topic again, um, you've been scoping out a new Game Boy game. Yes, and this is a new game, never released. It's not a re-release. So, a role-playing game called Infinity. Well, so this game originally was due to come out around about 2001. However, with new consoles like the Game Boy Advance coming out, uh, publishers just didn't want to pick it up, so it kind of fell to the side a little bit and eventually got cancelled. So what's prompted the developers to try and get it out? Well, it's all the retro games um, coming back. I kind of thought yeah, well, yeah. like rising well, apart from the obvious. Yeah, essentially it was a a game that was well into production. You know, it's not as if they're doing it from scratch. So these fans have got together, started developing it, got some of the original developers on board as well. 
to finish the game and it'll be coming to Kickstarter pretty soon. I'm I might actually pick it up to be honest. So is it just gonna be on the Game Boy Color? Um it seems initially yes. It's nice that they got some of the original developers back into it again to sort of revitalize the game that they got ninety percent of the way there, sort of thing. Yeah, and and bear in mind this is a Game Boy Color game, so it's essentially a Game Boy game. So hardware from like hardware that was considered extremely cheap and low end in the late eighties. It does look decent. It's not that the worst looking game I've seen. Many fun memories of my dad playing my Game Boy. I've seen I have loads I have loads of fun memories of your dad playing my Game Boy. <laughs> and then my Game Boy Advance. Anthony, have you got a Game Boy that we can give my dad? I say, you two have already given him one. I'm not falling to this one either, so you can stay away from my Game Boys. Don't, Anthony, don't give him a Game Boy. But like the Dragon Balls, if he gets too many of them, he gets too powerful. <laughs> and he gets I don't even know if that's how Dragon Ball works, to be honest. I mean, it, it, close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we'll... we'll Substitute uh, it for Infinity Stones, Chaos Emeralds, whatever you want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so when are we have we got an actual date for this or we haven't got a date um, it's coming to kickstart and it just says coming soon right so I'm sure I'll update everyone when that comes and I'd say I'm, I'm pretty tempted I might actually depending on the price of it as long as it's no paprium um, <laughs> I might actually kickstart it and see if I can get it because I've done that before on kickstarter and that turned out really well when I kickstarted mighty number no. 9 yeah, so that, that was what could, brilliant. What that could go wrong? Exactly. It's a shame you didn't kickstart Bloodstained because that did actually come out really well. I I, I actually was going to, and then I was like, mm, no, I remember what happened. Actually, I don't even think I had my uh, Mighty Number no. 9 at that point. No, I think it was, had it been delayed for about the 20th year at that point? Yeah. And then they sent me a box and a manual, and the manual's too big to fit in the box. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Yeah, the, the less said about Mighty Number no. Nine, the better. Yeah, Barry's burned. So, what is it with the Game Boy? Why is it we seem to be seeing this this influx of Game Boy games? Easy to develop for. Because I feel the Game Boy was the start of the handheld, wasn't it? Unless I'm wrong. Yeah, it's a, it's an iconic. Well, it was the first interchangeable handheld games yeah. console. There was loads of handheld games. Yeah, consoles before it, but without interchangeable. This is the first games. interchangeable cartridge ones, yeah. and you had loads Not to go only through, that, it's, it's and iconic. it was just two double A batteries to get it working. Four, yeah, four. Oh, what about the color? Sorry. Yeah, four double A batteries lasted you a week, as opposed to something like the Game Gear or the Atari Lynx. Game Gear six double A batteries, twenty thirty minutes. But what a yeah. console! Yeah, my Game Gears I have played almost exclusively using my Sega Master System plug. <laughs> just because they just burn through batteries so quick. Yeah, I remember we used to, whenever we were playing on the Game Gear, we were always sat near a plug socket, weren't we? Yeah, 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 had to be. But yeah, yeah it's, it is true. Yeah, but the Game Gear had colour. It's true, it's very, very well, true. Well, I think the reason these developers are going towards the Game Boy is just because how iconic it is. I would probably say the Game Boy is arguably the most iconic console not just handheld just console wow that's some praise well yeah if you think it's um, my 8 year old nephew he's now got a Game Boy and he's playing through the uh, original Pokemon games well there yes. you go you can get him Infinity 
And not only that, it just it Game Boys they just never break. What was the one in the museum where uh, it was blown? Oh up? yeah, that wasn't wasn't was, the one that was, was in the trade center or something. Was it in the first Gulf War? And it was oh, yeah, no, was... it was in the first Gulf War, and the vehicle that it was in went over an IED, blew it up, it melted, it was on fire, and it still works. And it's in a museum, still powered up, playing Tetris on repeat. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> the build quality for the cost of the Game Boy was bonkers. Yeah. I think it was, well, it was also it the was fact that it was the size of a small house. A shell with a, like a, it, there wasn't really much inside it. It was just a shell with a small little chipboard net, and that was it. There's not as much space inside it that you'd think. Yeah, after I mean, cleaning are... a few of them, they're, they're, they're well built. But I think that was one of the things. Well, in fairness to Nintendo, they build the consoles well. Yes, they do. Because I can't think of a Nintendo console that is is poorly built. You've never played the Virtual Boy then, have you? The less said about the Virtual Boy, the better. That was kind of like, you know, I, in all fairness, I hadn't heard of that one until Barry Olsen goes, oh, uh, there's this one. I'm like, what is that? He showed me, and I was like, that's hideous. <laughs> well, sorry, the, the name I was looking for was Gunpei Yokoi. So he was the designer for the Game Boy and the Virtual Boy. And one of the things he wanted is he wanted a handheld console kids could play. So part of that is it had to survive um, like a drop from, say, three, four meters. Because if you couldn't survive that drop, a young kid dropping it or it falling out of a pocket, at what point was it being a portable portable console? But that, that philosophy seems to have stayed with Nintendo. Yes. Uh, oh, even, no, you even with the DS, four meters, see what happens. They would drop the prototypes to make sure that they'd survive. I'd still say even the Switch is pretty robust. Obviously, it's largely a screen, so dropping yeah. it's not the best idea. No, no. They are still Unless it's someone robust. else's, in which case, go for it. Well, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, though. They are, they're still pretty sturdily built, considering. But, again, just how iconic the console is, and also in this particular case, the game was made for the Game Boy. Well, yeah, there is that. I think it's a good console for developers to cut the teeth on, and there's not a massive amount of competition you put your first game up on the Game Boy, it's going to get some recognition. You put your first game up on Steam, it, it's, it's, it gone, it's swallowed yeah. up. In the, Steam's is such a massive library, yeah, it just gets lost. Like the Game Boy in the minute, I know there's been some re-releases of that, but you know, this is what, one game out of what, less than 10? It's true, I mean, what, every day there's like 100 or something plus games that get yeah. greenlit on Would Steam. Would we be talking about this game if it was coming to... God, no. Steam, even if it was coming to a relatively smaller marketplace like the Switch eShop. Actually, what... that get that that store's so badly organized you can't find anything on there. <laughs> given yeah, given I, how we're, I hate looking in there. how much we seem to talk about it, I reckon if it was on Game Pass we'd probably mention it. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to come up. At it some depends point. on the game. <laughs> Moving on, since we've uh, been stuck on that for a while. I believe we've got a two in one news here. So, Persona 5 might be coming to Xbox, and because it's Sega and Microsoft, you know what that means. Oh, the Rubel again! Microsoft (laughs) are buying Sega! (laughs) You know what? What is our episode going to be like if Microsoft do eventually turn around and go, right, we've bought Sega? We'd be like, oh yeah, quick news, uh, Sega's been bought by Microsoft. (laughs) So, moving on. This is something that's there's been this this is like a twenty year old rumor at this point. Yeah, I mean wasn't wasn't the rumor started around the Dreamcast days? 
Yes, I think it was. I think it was like as it was. I was going to say as it was coming to the end of its life, but that date and the <laughs> beginning of its life are actually pretty much the same date. But Microsoft were looking at potentially making the Xbox essentially the Dreamcast 2. They worked with Sega on the Dreamcast, but they even looked at making Dreamcast games backwards compatible on the original Xbox. So yeah, Persona 5. Yeah, so going on to the part of the rumor that might actually have a chance of being true. So Persona 5 coming to Xbox. Yeah. First mainline Persona game ever on an Xbox console. This this one I think is fairly big if if it ends up being true. Because it's one of those PlayStation staple RPGs, isn't it? It is. It's one of those games that's not really a a PlayStation game, but it's seen as being a PlayStation game, like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. It's not owned by Sony, but people associate it with Sony. Well, it's, if this came it's... to Xbox, again, that that would be massive for Microsoft, yeah. but perhaps it could even come and switch. Yeah. Well, you know the the main protagonist in the game. Uh, Joker is he's already in Super Smash Brothers, which is a bit odd that they'd have a character from the game, but not the actual game on the system. Yeah, well, there's been a few um, Shin Megami Tensei games on the Nintendo consoles over the years as well, hasn't there? Yeah, not only that, I, I've got the first one on the Sega Saturn. There's been loads of them on consoles other than Sony. Like, this is a bit of an offshoot of the Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, Persona, Persona's not... part of the same universe, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I think it's loosely the, re- the related. The um, wasn't the world ends with you on the DS also within the same universe. I'm. Or was it by the same people? Not sure, was that not by Square? I've never played any. Persona I'm, sh- I'm sure it was Shin Megami Tensei as well. But I might be wrong. I might be wrong on that one. Um, I just vaguely remember it. But it is, again, it's another one of these iconic Japanese games coming to Xbox, potentially. Yes. It, it's that gap that everyone's perceived Microsoft having that it looks like they are really trying to hammer on. Phil says, it's another JRPG. <laughs> again, Barry with the air quotation marks. Mimicking um, Phil earlier. Yeah, but do you think... These titles coming to the Xbox, do you think this could bolster the sale of Xbox consoles in Japan? Honestly? Do you think they could consistently get into double digits? No. No. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> but for the same reason why Sony doesn't do as surprisingly well as you'd think in Japan, it's, oh, it's a mobile well, market. The Switch owns that market. If Xbox came out of the mobile console, they're sorted. Well, they don't need to. They've got Game Cloud? Well, that's where I thought that would really make moves in Japan is Game Cloud. Game Cloud to Switch. Make it if, oh, if, if, if. Yeah, if the if you bring Xbox to Switch, that that's it. Um, I'm, I'm throwing my Xbox out the window. I don't need that. <laughs> I know. So it's slinging the Switch in the dock, you sorted. No, what you need to do is you dock your Switch into the Xbox. Oh. So it'd be a quite a win, I think, for. Microsoft and it be interesting to see because I I quite enjoyed the Persona fighting game. No, you didn't. Xbox. Yeah, I did. I absolutely trounced you on it. You not playing this game anymore. No, you're thinking of Blaze Blue. No, no, that my girlfriend who'd never actually played the game ever trounced. Yeah, that, that game was rubbish. That game was rubbish. Yeah. Terrible, terrible game. After my room, me to get it, 
you got rid of it. The, you stopped playing it the day after I got the game. Terrible game. Awful. Rubbish. Do you mean the day after that you trounced him? Yeah, well, yeah, that was the day I actually played him. <laughs> I don't remember doing too badly on Persona against you. Really? We're, we're going to have to install it, and I'm just going to have to say if I did as badly as I remember. All right. I, to, I, f- I think this should be your next live stream, then. <laughs> Fine. What, getting battered? Yeah. Fine. I'm I'm up for us doing a versus live live stream and right, getting battered. On. Fine. If these that's what words you want. these words are fresh from Phil's mouth. <laughs> and we can hear the Xbox being already turned on. <laughs> downloading it as we speak. <laughs> well, oh. no. Um, I just say it, the more of these type of games somewhere where the Xbox is traditionally lacked is in. Say it with me. JRPGs. Yeah. It's something that has been commented on many a times in the previous generation. Yes. So, getting these games on, it's no Final Fantasy 7 remake, remake. 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 Yeah, remake right remake, remake. And getting them on the console is, you know, a surprise, but a nicely received surprise. Well, yeah. More choice is. Yeah. More choice is not a bad thing. Usually not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, over the over the, the course of the past few months, we've seen all the modernish Final Fantasies going on there, with seven, eight, nine. By 12. by modern, you mean twenty five years old. <laughs> I mean, not the standard version. You mean all the all these Final Fantasy games with this high tech, three D polygons in them, where the hands aren't potatoes. Okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII is definitely potato hand territory. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But but still, big fat spuds. You've also you've got the Kingdom Hearts stuff on there. You've got the um, you, you're getting loads of stuff on there that's coming from Japanese developers. Well, it's not so much the developers though. It's the RPGs you tended to get on the Xbox were like your Fallout, Elder Scrolls, yeah. Very Western style Western games. RPGs. But then also, just throwing it out there, you know, I'm just trying to think now, you know, Sony, what big well, games so- or what surprises or what sort of acquisitions Sony's have they Sony's going recently? very Western focused, which They've is why they're losing a lot of ground in Japan. It's Sony, I've, I've got to admit, Sony news has been pretty quiet of late. They've been really quiet lately. So I don't know if there's other something coming up or they've taken a step back or what, but I'm surprised of how quiet it's been from Sony's side. Um, they did have State of Play recently, but I can't actually recall anything significant from yeah, it. I'm last, sure there was. The last was big Sony news I can think of was the PS5 coming out, all the Demon Souls stuff. Well, I suppose at the moment they might just be concentrating on trying to get PS5s out. It's true. Well. Yeah, but X is doing the same, but they're also, you know, making all of these acquisitions, getting all the different games in. The thing with Microsoft is they are not just focusing on the new generation, they're focusing on the services. Well, yeah, because how can you play Xbox? You can play it on your Xbox One, your Xbox Series S and X, your, phone. your PC, yeah, your Android device. Soon it will be coming to your web browser, so you'll be able to play it on your PC, on your Mac, on an iOS device. Finally! Yeah, finally. <laughs> um, you two are a bit slow there, you know, right? It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if like, a year down the line, people are having their school... Cannot the wait. Works, 
having the uh, school and works Chromebooks. You know, cheeky game of Master Chief Collection. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that if we were in if we were in school? I mean, it was bad enough when we were trying to get Solitaire on the three point five machines or three point one. I was going to say, Phil, what are you on about when we were in primary school? We the, the whole school had one computer. No, we had the IT lab. We had lab. to take turns on touching it. No, I don't stroking mean, it. I don't mean. It. I don't mean <laughs> primary school. If you were really good, I don't mean primary school. <laughs> oh, high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had two classrooms with PCs in it then. Which, however many times they deleted Solitaire, I do not know, but we still managed to all play it. I think they just deleted the shortcuts, if I remember right. Yeah, they were pretty terrible at IT. To be I fair. remember laptop yeah. trolleys when I was in school. They used to come in with a little laptop trolley and let give us all laptops well, at the desk. Funny you should say they come around with that. They used to come around in primary school. It was like, and if you go children, after dinner, you can play on the PC. And you're like, yay! So then after dinner, they would literally wheel the PC out on a trolley. Is this like the PC the size of a desk, yeah? Yeah, not that big. No, it weren't that bad. (laughs) It was was considered to be a micro sort of computer. It was Um, a... um, Acorn, Acorn, yeah. Acorn Archimedes. Something like that with Granny's Garden. Granny's Garden. <laughs> 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 Tell him, yeah. When, so when we have recovered from the immortal properly, that might have to be a pick of mine. Right, that's it. I quit. <laughs> 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 oh, any one of our sort of age will remember Granny's Garden. I, and I don't know if, if you do, Anthony. I'm guessing you're too young. No, I think I've heard you talk about it before, but I don't know the game. See, well, the last time we encountered Granny's Garden was probably four years ago, something around there. about, around yeah. There. We went to a retro gaming event in Manchester. And we're there, we're looking all, you know, oh, there's an Amiga, there's Commodore. Then in the corner, Granny's Garden. You thought, right. We're adults. We know what we're doing. We're getting it done. We're getting it done, and we're getting it done right now. Five minutes later, I don't want to play this anymore. (laughs) I don't even think we got anywhere near as far as we got as kids. In all fairness, can I just just, tell you now? We just shipwrecked straight away, didn't we? Well, truly, yeah. Like, yeah, you've been eaten by Granny. Sorry. Just quickly. So, um, (laughs) you know, after after you said about the game, I thought I'll quickly search it. As I searched this garden game, it's come up saying... Uh, it's one of the eight weird PC games you might have played in the 90s. It's so it's just classed as a weird PC game. Oh, it's definitely it's, a weird it's PC an game. It's entertainment game from what I remember. But I just remember that really chunky, blocky pixel granny going, every time you die. <laughs> I don't even know if there was sound, to be honest. <laughs> we probably had in the sounds ourselves. Um, no, that looks no, far too good. That, one second. So, what Anthony's doing at the moment is showing us pictures on the um, on the webcam that we're using. Yeah, that looks far so, too good. I'll show you. Where is she? Do you know what? As soon as I saw it, the first this. thing that came, that's the... <laughs> 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 the first thing that came to my mind is, I don't remember it being on teletext. That's just that's where the graphics were on the Acorn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the virus response. <laughs> just, so... There is no, there is no love lost. No, no, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But bear in mind that, that was the only game we had on the entire computer, and it scarred you for life. 
Oh, as in Scarface, just riled me up. I don't think it riled you up as much until we replayed it as adults. Yeah, I, I thought I thought like thirty years of experience <laughs> behind me. Oh no! Oh, what's that? It's a rock. Oh yeah, I'm sunk. Yeah. So what we did after getting wrecked on Granny's Garden is we joined all of the ten-year-olds playing Halo. Yeah, we we won that one though. Yeah, we we won that one. Like big man. Yeah. <laughs> we big boys. <laughs> Or the tail's going, Daddy, they kill me. And you two, when you're like, you know, early 30s, going, <laughs> suck it. Oh. Yeah, gone. <laughs> oh, God, this dad's big. <laughs> so before we go too far off track, thank you for listening. And if you'd like any more information on anything that we've talked about in this episode, please visit us on retrogamingdads.co.uk. Bye.